Sean. If Les Miles beats everybody but Alabama, I think he stays. Creel. Fuck Jolly Ranchers and <laughs> fuck Sour Apple. Hankins. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose a game Not from it. 2007. Somehow, we're going to blow this. Thought a flag. Tell him thought a flag. Damn, these are some good sun chips. I should buy these more often. Uh, Florida? 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 Now my daddy, my daddy coached the Dolphins. I don't know if I really like sushi or if I really like soy sauce. Ever heard of that Panther fan who growls in the YouTube video? Hey, Saban, what about this? Better late than never. Episode seventy-five. Throw the flag. We're back again, guys. I think seventy-five is the diamond anniversary. Is the what? The diamond. Sorry, everybody. Um, Ooh la la. I was holding everybody up. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been a little under the weather. Um, I've got a bad, bad case of World Cup fever. So let's get into it, guys, right off the bat. No sense in beating around the bush. Portugal, Spain, 3-3. Three to three. Can you believe it? Two goals from Diego Costa. Nacho with an absolute Nacho. cracker of a strike. I've never seen anything like it. And then, oh my God, the prototype himself, the genetic freak, maybe the best player of all time. He certainly thinks he is. Cristiano Ronaldo is, with a hat trick. I mean, that tell the me, guys, what were you like guys doing? For people to get off the stage. Here are my hot, hot World Cup takes. Let's hear it. Belgium jerseys look like they were created by Taco Casa in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I saw that somewhere. Uh, I took a BuzzFeed quiz. I thought they looked more like a Power Rangers uh, alternate outfit. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I can see that too. Uh, BuzzFeed told me that I should root for Spain, but I think I gotta go Germany. Oh, Germany lost the first their huh. first match. Huh. There you go. That's great. Oh, yeah, trouble. that's right. Way to you support. in trouble, baby. We watched that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The replay. Yeah. Hey, Hankins, uh, you are... You know, for all intensive, intents and purposes, intents and intents purposes, intents and purposes. you are the soccer intents and purposes. guru, Guard, as it were, garden variety, garden variety, variety guru, <laughs> guard and variety, guard and variety. Guru. I don't know what it is. What is it? So I, I have a question to propose to you, and based on your response, uh-huh. it can go either one of two ways. Oh. Either I am I owed, I am owed a massive apology. Or, now this one is the kicker, is I respect soccer just a little bit more, but it depends on your response to the following scenario slash question. Football. Okay. So, last week on Throw the Flag, we had a discussion about the Stanley Cup, and I made the joke, like, why did they call it a Stanley Cup? And you guys were like, well, because it's a cup, and you can drink out of it, remember? It's a cup, it's in the shape of a cup, and you can drink out of it, First of all. Spot on. Right. Spot right, on. Right, impression right, 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 of both right. of us. It sounds just like both Second of us. Second of all, literal cup. And so here is the question. <laughs> so the Stanley Cup is a cup, and you can drink out of it, so that's why it's called a cup. Yes. The World Cup, not a cup. Why is it called a cup? You may respond. Because it was originally used as a uh, protection for your groin. That's why you would. That's why you want to win it so bad. Is because next year you get to use that in the game. You know, that, that that's the best you can get me. Groin. That is the best you can give me. After last week, I took the shellacking. Like, do you know what a cup is? Because this is a cup. But we're gonna call this tro- this other trophy a cup too. It's okay for if they call it a cup because they're European. You know, the cup, the trophy legitimately looks like a cup shaped. Of two guys, it's, it looks like a holding up a ball. <laughs> it's the worst trophy in sports. That I'm not gonna, I'm not going to defend the physical. That's what I wanted cup. to hear. Is. There is no defense. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> wait, wait! But did you get your apology? I didn't get my apology though, because last week I took a 
big old beating a about like, my cup you, rant. And you asked why a cup was called a cup last week, and we told you it's a cup. But this one is not a cup. The Winston Cup is not a cup. Is the Winston Cup a cup? I don't know. Was Nextel it? Cup. I don't know either. Yeah, I think it's. Like, I, think, <laughs> I think it's like a dirty cardboard cup from, from. But is the the world cup? It's is the world cup just the tournament, and it's also the name of the trophy by association, or a yes. what is going on? That is accurate. Oh, okay. That is accurate. Well, otherwise, you know, I watched some football. Mm-hmm. It was okay. I enjoyed it. It's like watching the Olympics. You know, it's good every once it's in a relaxing. while. It's it's uh slightly less interesting to me than. Uh, a baseball game when the Nats are 20 games behind in the yeah, regular season. Yeah. I do have a couple beefs. Oh, yeah. Sean, can let me, let me since we're, you know, this is the offseason, mm-hmm. let me ask you this, Sean Majors. What's up with your man? Bryce? Why Bryce he's Harper's out. so sorry? Oh, man. <laughs> he's he's hit, he's hit, uh, I think he's like, he's batting 167 in the uh, since like May the 5th. It has been, it's yeah. been a bad yeah. six he's weeks He's under for the him. old Mendoza line. Oh, yeah. He's on. He's on. I. He's on the interstate. Mm. Hey, Hankins, I have two follow-up questions about soccer. <laughs> yes, please go ahead. <laughs> Number one is finally my day has come. Is why now, it, let's is. let's Americanize this thing. Like, why do we have to a whenever they cut it back to the we people? We tried to, but we didn't qualify. Sure, sure, sure. When they cut it to the uh, the announcers back at Red Square. There's like one American and then like one guy who can barely speak a lick of English. I know he's trying really good <laughs> and I'm sure he's an expert and he can, you know, go out there and do a bicycle kick. But get get some people on there who can who can discuss the game a little bit more eloquently than the guy that's like, Oi, and then like they got to pass it a little bit better when they're down in the box. The box get a little crowded and then you gotta pass it. Right, guys? And I'm like, what? You know, of all the individuals uh, that 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 host the show, if you were to ask me who would be the most xenophobic in episode 75, <laughs> it would not I'm be. I'm pretty Mac- sure the answer would have always been Creel. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you haven't been listening to this show. <laughs> all right, second question. Um, oh no, no, you're gonna answer. You're yes, gonna answer. Let, let me hear it. What you got? Well, no, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, there's just not a lot of American experts who. No, that's fair. Who are very good on what TV. What about Alexi Alexi Lawless? Is, yeah, or Brit- he's Whit- there. He's on the set. Oh, so that's the American. <laughs> oh, what about okay. the yeah, Whitney Chastain or whatever uh, her name was? Mia Hamm. Brandy. Um, that would. Pro- you're not wrong, and I think I don't know. There is a there is a female color analyst who does the games. Mm-hmm. So you know some of them are, are separated into Hankins, that too. It's 2018. Um, it's female African American analyst. Right. You don't have to color a, a colored <laughs> analyst. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I was All not right. woke. Um, I do apologize. So this, but I, I would imagine then, Creo, you have not seen any games with Jorge Perez Navarro. Um, on the commentary because steam would be shooting from oh, your no, ears I guess not. right now. So my he is he is tough to listen to, my s- but fun because he just makes a bunch of Aerosmith references. Also, like I don't want to miss I a thing. Him twice living on the that edge. was literally the first one he did. Creel, he honestly he steals a lot wait, from the Creel playbook wait, that he he hits on I a theme and he guy. rides. What was the reference Creel just made? Uh, living on the edge. Oh. Don't want to miss a thing. Sure, sure. I would have gone... Crying, uh, dying, crazy. My first go-to would be the uh, Alicia Silverstone trilogy. Yeah. Crying, lying, and... Crazy, amazing, crying. Crazy, <laughs> amazing, crying, whatever the hell it was. Living on the Edge is great. Great, great video. That was also a Jay Moore bit from Saturday Night Live, guys. Ooh, episode oh, four Moore. of That's Disgusting. <laughs> That's Disgusting. All right. Jay Moore. Uh, this is going to be my last thing about soccer. So... They're trying to get oh, this no. American interest up, like, hey, hey, it's coming to America in eight years, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you know, and I'm going to go ahead and just lay it out there. When America plays in the very first game, we're either going to lose or or draw. We won't win the first game Assuming by any means. we qualify for the... You get the automatic qualification. Do you really? Least. Yeah. Oh, some, I, I don't like BS. that at all. Country. Yeah, you, you, get, you get the royal treatment. But, so yeah, why don't, Hankins... If we're gonna make make a soccer great again, yada yada yada, massa. Can can we use some American make like soccer. words uh, to talk soccer. about it, like the soccer field, not the soccer pitch? Pitch. And can we say like when Russia has the lead, let's say Russia has the lead, not Russia have the lead or Russia have the ball. Do they say that? Oh, they say it all the time. They use the weird verb textualization with the country. I never never picked that up. I don't watch a lot of soccer. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, 
it is a different language and i krill i was like you i was like you once. I was like this is dumb why don't he we was. i used to he think was. mls teams should have american names or like why the fuck why are, are we, we calling it tigers the lines or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I was the same way, and then you know, at some point, I stopped fighting the fight and just decided I, I fell in love with the game. I mean, I know I know we're having a good time and joking, but no, I, I literally just fell in love with the game. And at some point, you just like, all right, I'm gonna stop fighting. But yes, I still get douche chills from time to time when I hear certain things it said, and especially an accent like mine, it really sounds goofy. And so I'm talking about this at work, so it really gets out. I hear myself speaking like, ugh, I don't. But that's just how I talk about it now, you know. Sometimes you got to – look, Krill, when you're on the front foot and you're on the ball, you, you don't want to bunker in. Right. You want to fire a cracker sure. right on frame. You know, that's just what you got to do, man. Sometimes you just got to put your foot you – get your laces through it and let that thing fly. But I do want to compliment the, the level of play. It is exciting to watch. I think uh, with the best athletes, it's fun. But MLS, like, you know, it's the, the F list. Oh, has As a person who watches MLS, you know, every time it's on, who watches his team, I text somebody the other day. I was like, "Look, I am full in. I love my sure, team. Sure. I'm uh, this league is fine, but watching MLS made me forget what soccer refereeing <laughs> is supposed to look like. Yeah. Like there were several calls where I was immediately like, "Oh, that's a penalty," and then they showed me, like, "Nope, he got it exactly right. Um, that guy went down too easy, or the person won the ball." Yeah. We are we're we're way down the list mm-hmm. of quality of play. It's just but seriously, the Portugal Spain game from the opening or the second day of the World Cup is by far the good. best soccer match. I've it was ever on watched. at the the restaurant I was at, and and it ended in a draw. And I thought that was perfect because you can see how exciting a draw can be. And it was one of those games where. Portugal drew, drew, and it felt like they won because Spain was in the lead, and fucking Ronaldo goes crazy, and then juxtaposed and in soccer, whereas you know the LeBron Jordan debate that we've talked about here a little bit, you get to have it in real time with Messi and Ronaldo playing at the same time, and Messi has to play the next day and completely shits yeah, the bed against Messi stupid Messi had the so. Missy, am I right? Messi, Missy, that was he did. The he did have the Missy. He did, and I. Th- I thought of you, Krill. I was like, I really wish Krill was here to write this headline for me. <laughs> I mean, it was no uh, Liverpool AC Milan 2005 Istanbul, am I right? Nah, nah, not even close. Not yet. <laughs> Has the potential, but not yet. I'm going to see Liverpool next month in North Carolina. Super excited about I it. Do, I do, appre- I don't know how many European, uh, European teams do this, but I, I do appreciate how often Liverpool comes to the States. Hmm. And Canada, they play Toronto, I think. You're lot. talking about the Beatles, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All two of them that are alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if Pete Best is alive, uh-uh. but no, no, no. There's there's only one left. Well, no, no. There's two. I'm sorry, Ringo. Duh, stupid Ringo. <laughs> um, is that World Cup talk? That's that all I have. I, talk, I enjoy it. I, guess. I, I can do this. I can do this for. An hour. You know, <laughs> as, as much of it is a bit, I enjoy it. You know, I, I did want those answer my questions answered to Hankins did no okay job, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get my apology, I'm, but I'll I'll accept the fact that I'll enjoy it for the for the next they month. Call it a cup. It's things are called cups. You know that. That's what I tried to say last week, Stanley and y'all cup. were like, "It ain't a cup. You right, this right. is a cup." Girl, why do they why do they call <laughs> the Major League Baseball Championship the World Series? Because it's a series of games. Uh-huh. And the winner controls the world. <laughs> it's like that song is like everybody wants to. It is rule just like that the song. World Series. <laughs> Welcome to the Dennis Miller Show. Oh, yeah. uh, you beat me to it. Why? Why do they call the winner of the NBA Finals the wor- world champions? Because this is America. Okay. <laughs> So, like, sometimes things just don't work out. He's not wrong, Sean. This is America. This is America. <laughs> this is America. What a country. This is a message song. What a country. I'm doing America. Texas. I'm doing it all along. Well. I'm doing stuff and stuff. Well, I think it's. You're doing stuff I think stuff. it's time to. Uh, this is America. Thank and welcome our, our newest Patreon subscribers uh keep rolling in guys uh it's very like fred durst once said keep rolling 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 which one was that? fred durst that was, that was fred durst, okay. right, yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, if you have any other questions about Kid Rock or Fred Durst... I'll table them for now. I'm here. Any type of frat rock, I'm here. Frat rock? Can we call that frat rock? Uh, I'd say white trash rock. I don't rock. think so, Shawnee. Yeah, I yeah. Be- I'm going to call that community college rock. <laughs> I believe we left off on Adam Nicholson. Uh, kudos to you, Adam, once again. <laughs> I don't know why you're saying kudos. Congratulations, kudos to us for having such wonderful listeners. I like the kudos supporters. to Adam. He deserves those kudos. Brian Greer. Ah, BG, kudos to you. Mariel Costanza. Kudos to you, Costanza. <laughs> you you gave me a look like you wanted to make a side well, no, no, no. but you were worried that you were going to offend her. And uh, Clinton Britt. Kudos to you, Clinton Britt. Or Clinton? Clinton. Clinton Britt. And Sean Shortell. Kudos to you, Sean Shortell. All right. So that's, you know, that's a uh, that's pretty good run. Not bad for a week. Not bad for a week's take for the old Throw the Flag Network. If you would like to support us in a more personal way, thank you very much for listening, by the way. You can do so at patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash TTF. I think the... Hank, is, did you have some stupid news of the week, by the way? I did have something I saw that I thought was very stupid today. And before that happens, I do need for Creel to do one final live... Final? Before we isolate it and record it and we murder you, of course. Sure, sure, sure. So we can isolate it and maybe Hankins can have a... uh, Put together a... Well, uh, Hankins is usually good in the background. He does some voices and mm -hmm. do do wops. Sure, well, you you guys do it together. Alright, one, two. I'm ready, three. crew. Here we are with stupid news <laughs> of the week. <laughs> I'm stupid. I need a case for my phone because I drops it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Just to clear things up for the listeners, <laughs> I have never had, nor will I ever have, a phone case. A phone case because uh, it's not that hard to not drop it. Oh my god! I when I when I was at the uh, poetry slam workshop uh, last month, yeah, it, it rained a little bit, and rain gets underneath my phone case, so I took it off, and then um, I woke up uh, the next day, had my phone out of the case, unsheathed, if you will. And uh, I went to use the restroom. It was a it was a onesie, Uh-oh. and I had it in my hand. And I like I was staying at somebody's house, and the ceiling was kind of low in the bathroom. So I stretched Ew. and I knocked, and the phone got oh knocked out of my God. hand. Hit the wall. Hit the toilet tank. Hit the wall. Hit the ground. I'm like, and I picked it up. I didn't have my contacts, and I looked at it. And I'm like, I can't believe that didn't even break. Yeah, it's. And it's... then I like. Turn the lights on, it was shattered to oh. fucking hell. I was uh, going to say, that's how big case gets you. They, I, they, they plant this idea in your head that you need the protection. No, I man, mean, our, our friend. No, I need, I need our, the protection. Our friend, protection. our friend John Case. Like, that I'm, guy's I rolling it, in baby. so much money. No, I need He's it. up in Oregon. If I like, had it, I would have yeah. saved $100. I took it to You Break I Fix uh-huh. on 8th Street in Washington, D.C. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, uh,. You know what? Can't say enough good about the, the the. But when you rolled in, they're like, "Yep, this is a guy that drops his phone all the time." Yeah, well, I have that look, but yeah. he said even with the OtterBox, and I was like, "No, no, no, I had it off." So, you know, uh, shout out to OtterBox, uh, not yet a sponsor of the show. Shout out to You Break I Fix, not yet a sponsor of the show, but I will be looking into uh, franchise opportunities down and here. And you will never get my business, North Alabama. I don't have to patronize those types of establishments. Didn't you have to go to Batteries Plus to do something? It was to get a battery replaced. The phone's five years old. <laughs> it wasn't you know, because Chris, I dropped it. You are a guy who can, you know, you and I were, were talking about our, our mutual strategy of uh, squeezing three months out of a one-month content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, what you should do uh, with your phone, too. Yeah, I think I've Make had this since, like, yeah. 2013 or 14. Yeah, so this yeah. is, like, five years old. You gotta stretch it out. You gotta stretch it out, man. Feather it out. Yep. Well, let's shoot it back to, it shoot it back yeah, to Hankins yeah, for the stupid news of the week. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that the Alabama-Auburn rivalry stretched all the way back to the time of Pangea? Really? Do tell. Because <laughs> I saw a story today that said that if you trace it back to when the world was one giant conglomerated landmass, 
right around the split is where Tuscaloosa and Auburn were. So we've been at this, or we before before the plates shifted and everything went crazy. We were on opposite sides of the world. That's uh, now, who in the geographically hell decided to figure this. That out? That doesn't make any sense. It's probably untrue. Too. It doesn't. It doesn't make any no, sense. That makes no and sense. And it's probably untrue because landmasses what happens, don't fuse together. They break apart. That's like South America moves yeah, away. That's from what I thought too. So like that's what I thought. Anybody we were around, like we were already around them. Like we didn't. Did you get this on Stupid News of the Week, Orge? Well, it was on. It's on SB Nation, so the S could stand for stupid. Oh, I thought. I thought the way you were going to go with it, Hankins, was you know back when Pangaea was around, like. Uh, we found this fossil of a an elephant, and like with a tiger wrapped around it or something, <laughs> kicking the shit out of a tiger. Yeah, I do like that, <laughs> and it had a cool hat on. Yeah, but yeah, I just I saw that story. I was like, man, I'm just glad it's the off season for everybody. Oh god, I don't feel so bad about our podcast if SB Nation is trotting out the Pangea story. That's definitely the the stupidest news we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's pretty. Kind of angry at it. Me too. Also, stories. I saw a story about Levy Smith that I meant to bring up, but I forgot to copy the link. <laughs> well, he, I think it was Levy Smith has got everything except for a talented team. Oh, he, he is on. I'm sure we'll probably we might touch on this in a further episodes, but there's all these like coaches hot seat rankings, and he is easily in the top two or three of the list that I've seen. So that's what always makes me wonder about hot seat rankings in the uh, in the college football world because it's like Lovey Smith who cares if he's on the hot seat right. like yeah. you know if Gus Malzahn's on the hot seat that's like a legitimate coach from a legitimate school like, sure um, but yeah the only the only other uh, the only other thing that I I, I did see something that had uh, like conference records over the last uh Gosh, eight years, something like that. Pretty arbitrary cutoff, right, Hankins? <laughs> it's not fifteen years. I think so. Um, but it, it had. A, you cannot say since in this in this situation. But it, but it had. I won't allow it. <laughs> but it had uh, Alabama's record at seventy-one and nine over the last over the last eight years, and I think the uh, I think Florida or Georgia was number two and three. And they were, I think, 50-something and 20-something. And oh, yeah, yeah. Over the past eight years, it's been Alabama or bust and SEC. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. That's pretty crazy. Um, I did see that based on the win predictions by Vegas right now, the playoffs would be Alabama, Washington, Clemson, Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, again, we'll, we'll do this like in a month or so with our predictions, but you can't go wrong with those four, at least three of those four for me, and the no. fourth is just kind of a, you know, just pick the best of the rest. But, yeah, those Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, if those aren't in your, in your playoffs, uh, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> hey um, <clears throat> I do have to... Central Florida, am I right, guys? I, I usually like to actually have the stats in front of me, believe it or not, but uh, that was really just me trying to talk over some idiot uh, mowing the lawn next door. So <laughs> We did a good job. I didn't hear any of <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. Maybe maybe our listeners and hopefully, uh, more importantly, our newest Patreon uh, uh, subscribers uh, also heard the amount that you did. Uh, the only other thing that I have this week is... ESPN came out uh, with an article recently. But before we go to the to that meaty topic, which I'm sure will probably take us the rest of the way, Please. did y'all hear uh, the was it the Oklahoma was it Oklahoma State's AD was like picking on their recruiting? Like we got to recruit better boys. Yeah, he's got some beef with uh, the coach Gundy. Yeah, he's he just uh, the yeah. wins hadn't been there. Well, the sad thing is they win like ten games a year, but they constantly are they're on the cusp. And that, that's kind of, I guess, his frustration is if we just had a little bit better recruiting, we could go from 10 wins to 12 and really uh, make some noise. And really miss the playoffs again. I Let me ask you this. With Mike Gundy flirting with Tennessee last year and like making a big show about yeah. walking away from Knoxville, yeah. like, is he good enough yeah. of a coach to be... I think he's good enough of a coach to have Tennessee ask him to interview for sure. But is he at the level where he can be like, no thanks, and like be that kind of coach? Well, he is like an Oklahoma State think... like alum. That's his life. That's where he 
you know, that's his hometown. So I can, I can see him being a homer, but like, say if, I don't know, Michigan like offered him a job. Yeah. I, I don't know. It seems to me like Tennessee's kind of a dumpster fire. A lot of people walked away from it. He wasn't the only one. What What I think I'm asking is, like Nick Saban could could uh, be like, hey, oh, like yeah, hey, thanks, hey, but, no thanks, thanks. but no thanks. Sure. Urban Meyer could say, hey, th- thanks, but no thanks, etc. Um, but like, is Mike Gundy really that good to be like? Ah, I'm just fucking with you. And moreover, is he that good to do it and not think Oklahoma State's going to get pissed off for him even considering it? I mean, how I don't how yeah. many times did uh, I don't think T Bone really likes him that much or T Bone God, I wish it was T Bone Pickens. <laughs> do you know how much I wish it was T Bone Pickens? T Bone. Oh. Oh. First of all, T Bone Pickens has to be an old blues player. Mm-hmm. That has to yeah. be. Yeah, you know, picking the banjo um, and whatnot. Yeah. But like I don't think I don't think Gundy is as beloved there as he'd like to be. I think they understand he's as good as they're going to do. Yeah. Because because quite frankly, the reason it was so crazy for the AD to go after him for the recruiting is that dude's getting the most he can get out of it. Um, I can't remember who I was listening to, but they brought a very good point up about. I w- I would imagine it was probably the the morning show on Sirius XM with uh, Greg McElroy and Taylor Zarva. Um, and (laughs) their point was that in Oklahoma, first of all, it's not the most fertile recruiting ground. You're already second. You're already at least third in that state behind Oklahoma and Texas. Mm -hmm. So you got to go to Texas to get the players. Well, in Texas, you're behind Texas. You're behind Oklahoma. You're behind A&M. You're behind any SEC team that wants to come dabble over there. So you're really just you're just a cut above probably what Baylor and and maybe TCU. You got to battle those Kansas Jayhawks for for every recruit too. You know what I'm saying? If you want a shooting guard, you're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I I mean I I was about to say they're the the uh, Big Twelve equivalent of really South Carolina, but. That's I, I always compare any school that is caught between a rock and a hard place and you know, in in a not really a recruiting dead ground, but just has so many comp, uh, so many competitors to sign top flight recruits that it's it's a it's a, a miracle Steve Spurrier and Lou Holtz did what they did in South Carolina. Yeah, I think this is all coming together. You're making you're both making a lot of good points is just like Whose side, whose side would you be on? The AD, like, hey, just go out there and get me a top 10 class, like, two out of three years, and let's really see if you can uh, set the Big 12 on fire. Do you think the 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 athletic director has legitimate concerns, or should he just accept, you know, 10 wins a year is, is good enough for the program? Yeah. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, I am a little ambivalent on the subject because, on the one hand, 10 wins a year at Oklahoma State is as good as they've been in my history. That's true. Um, on the other hand, they're always very they're, – they're near the top of the conference in offense. Yep. They score a bunch of points. They're always one – they've been one game away from making a really big run a couple, three times now. Yep. Why can't they get over the hump? Especially now that Oklahoma had to change coaches. And I know that they changed to a good coach and he had a hot shot player last year, but – with Texas being down, the opportunity is there. You just got to beat your rival a couple times, but now you got to beat them two times a year, but you just got to beat your rival, and they can't do it. So I, I get it from both sides. I think that Gundy has taken the three and a half, the, you know, the three and a half stars that he's getting, and I think he's coaching them up to a pretty good level, yeah. but it is, it's a tough one. It is a tough situation, especially when you have a mega uh, billionaire backing the program so you really you've got every advantage you can have in that situation well i think and it's the stupid big 12 and you know first of all they they do like hankin said they do well offensively in a conference that it's not easy to be in the top three yeah like they aren't scoring like 38 points a game they're doing like 48 points a game like it's there they are texas tech is out here you know throwing it 80 times a game and but um you know what? If they if if 
I'm, I'm, I'm of two minds. First of all, like, hey, this is probably the best you're going to get. But on the other hand, if you were if you were happy with ten wins, then you should have just threw everything you wanted at less miles while you had them. Yeah, you that's, know that's fair. That's true. That's true. Crew, what would you say it's all about? It's all about the rings, baby. baby. <laughs> um, and gosh, when you have Oklahoma, when even Oklahoma isn't great, getting those rings and you aren't getting the rings, it's mm-hmm. time to make a, a transition. For sure. The uh, now that I'm thinking about it, speaking of the Big Twelve, the only other. Uh, Stupid news of the week that I think I had. Yeah. I don't know if anybody saw former Texas Tech coach and current Washington State coach Mike Leach randomly randomly tweet a like ten year old heavily edited video of Barack Obama speaking at the UN. Um he was quoting something that Vladimir Putin was saying about keeping citizens uh, quiet and locked down because they don't know what's best for them. Was but, it was it something like, I, Barack Obama, think that children should be kept locked in closets and given no, no, no food? He was, he was legitimately, he was quoting oh. something Putin said about, I believe, Ukraine or something yeah. like that. And he, and... It basically like it made a quick edit, but it was it was two clips, but it like spliced the two of them together about a new world order and stuff like that. And Mike Lee posted order. it, and he was like, um, you know, uh, no matter how what what party you subscribe <laughs> to, let's just let's have a discussion uh, about the issues. And it's just like, first of all, what the fuck are you doing? Second of all, you're <laughs> like you found this on Infowars and you're just randomly posting this and walking away. And then every like everybody is like, dude, this is this yeah, is this fake, is Mike. Bad. Do do better, Mike. This is bad, Mike. And um and he, he responded to every single one and he was like, But prove to me that it's fake. Why do you say it's fake? I need proof that it's fake. <laughs> And everybody's like, here's, here's the, the link to the clip. 40 minutes here's the speech, full whatever. Yeah. Here's the transcript. And after like a day and a half of this shit, he's like, yeah, here's like the full, you know, what people sent sent me over the, you know, thousands of people <laughs> sent to me over the past day. But um, I think it's really important that we have a discussion on the issues. But it's like, it's what issue? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> he's an idiot. But it's, it's like me. I think the issue is that Craig James' son is a demon. He is a vile, evil demon who dwells in dark places. There is a reporter from AlabamaPoliticalReporter.com who, like... A friend of the show? That's a terribly named website. <laughs> APR. Um, uh, Josh Moon, who's very, very active on Twitter, and he... Uh, also a demon. And he, and he pushed back... <laughs> Alex Jones, I will not acknowledge you. Uh, and he, he pushed back on, on Mike Leach, and then Mike Leach responded and uh, said... Are you always the smug, blah, 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 blah. Tell me why it's, uh, tell me why it's fake. And, you know, give me proof, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Josh, Josh Moon, the, the reporter, uh, sent back, I'm always the smug. I think you need to spend a couple of hours in an electrical closet and get your head right. Whoa. <laughs> Man. And that is what I call a full moon alert. That is just alert. what the and leftist <laughs> liberal media wants you to believe. Any... And any listener of the show will know that I appreciate a good media. joke about Mike Leach locking Craig James's son in a Hank, Hankins, I really like your Mike Leach. It sounds a lot like Jesse it's Ventura. Not Mike Leach. It's Alex, it's Alex Oh, Jones. okay. It's InfoWars. Oh, I thought it was a Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah. Here's... Who's uh, also Jesse's very that. similar. Yeah. It is a very... There's thermite... As a matter of fact, Grill, I think that I do the same voice. <laughs> it was thermite paint. <laughs> I think here's I what think I like everybody about Mike with those anybody with those uh, conspiratorial ideas probably have that same cadence, following the same cadence. But like, if this had been Nick Saban or Dan Mullen or God forbid it had been poor, poor, uh, oh my God, I've forgotten his name. Dabo. I've forgotten uh, coach, former fo- coach of the Florida Gators, former offensive coordinator of Alabama. 
Dan Mullen. Mike DeBose. No, that's not who I'm talking about. Steve Spurrier. Damn it. The, both of you are just fucking with me. <laughs> We're trying not to. Uh, he, Dan Donovan. Must He coached Florida Must last champ. year. Oh, no. Greg McElroy. our offensive coordinator. Oh, <laughs> You're he, talking about Jim McElroy. He had that thing with the shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim McElroy. He jumped the shark. That's right. He fucked that shark. <laughs> he fucked that shark. He fucked that shark. But if, if this had been any of those coaches, people would have thought they had gone so crazy that it might be time to fire them. Yeah. Like that would have been that would have been a part of the conversation. This hasn't come up once for Mike Leach. No. <laughs> Nor do I think it should have. I'm not. Yeah, it's Washington State. Like, but Mike they is, beat USC and then they found Mike out. Is like, so I mean, nuts. in his defense, he just wanted to have a discussion, y'all. That's, did anyone have the did. conversation with him? I will not take this bait. I will not okay. take this right. bait. I will not, 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 not take this bait. It's like going outside and tweeting, "The sky is purple. Let's have a discussion." Yeah. That makes zero sense. Hey, he's a, it, it's Sean. like a flat earther. Like, That's prove to me that it's not flat. Yeah, Can you exactly. prove to me? I mean, I'm looking at the horizon. It's flat. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. More lies from the lamestream podcast media. I will not take this. My back. God. <laughs> My you're God. going. You're mind control <laughs> all right get to your ske- we've been teasing this scheduling thing why are they for two weeks we're, we're at 35 day. minutes we could the turning the horn frogs go gary patterson knows what he's doing yeah what's that he tease knows exactly for what that is a i think that's a side testicles i think that's a side five minute podcast every week during the season where <laughs> Alex Jones has his no, but wait, it's 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 a uh, current Washington Redskins quarterback Alex Smith as Alex Jones uh, <laughs> with his latest conspiracy theories about everybody, that, whoever Utah is playing at the time. So Alex to Alex, <laughs> Alex to Alex. That yeah. is a very specific. Bit that I'm, I will be happy to participate. Yeah, this is this is getting complex. Recently, ESPN uh, published an article of their top ten hardest, most difficult out of conference schedules for this coming most season. erect uh, out of conference schedules. The hardest. <laughs> I will say that uh, I know you were going to go over the list, but you know it's hard to do this far in advance because last year the yeah, Florida State Alabama game, everyone was like, Welcome "This is the the, the goat. This is the G O A T." And they had Taylor Swift singing that stupid song, and they're all, you know they built it up for like a month. Look what you made me do. And the game was Look a dud, and then Florida do. State collapsed. So you know the, these sort of lists are they're they're clickbait. And listener, you're going to listen to us click it. <laughs> And you're gonna take or this tickets. bait. <laughs> this is a listen bait. But I, th- so let's start at the bottom. Of yeah, course, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna start at one, and then we, you know, just like every true top ten. Um, no, but can you imagine if Letterman would have done that? The, the number one was usually not very funny. <laughs> well, none of them were. I don't think they were. None of them were hilarious. I don't think but number one was, was just stupid. Ascending order, but so Louis. Um, so the. The article contends that, by the way, there are no SEC teams on this list. Oh, who would have thought it? However, it lists uh, Louisville. Um, I wonder why they're on the it list. Lists, who do they open it up It lists with? Louisville at nine, who plays <laughs> Kentucky, Western Kentucky, Indiana State, and Alabama at a neutral fucking field. Three of those are likely bowl teams. Kentucky, Indiana State not. Kentucky, Kentucky will be struggling Kentucky, speaking, to get... Speaking yeah. of uh, 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 teams over the past eight years and their SEC schedules, Kentucky has the worst schedule in conference over the last eight years. Sure. So, if Louisville has Indiana State, Western Kentucky, Kentucky, and Alabama in Orlando... This is not a, and and they're number nine. And like don't Kentucky, who is their in-state rival? Yes, exactly, exactly. Whom I assume they play every year. They do play every year. <laughs> they do. And Kentucky they do. at best will go seven and five, but they'll be flirting with like six and six at best. So, and Western Kentucky seems like every now and year, like every other year, they go like ten and two. So, I mean, I get it. They got to make these lists. And this is what the lists are meant to do. They're supposed to make you mad. And oh, I'm so mad. You are very mad. Like, if I told you right now that we've been recording on mute this entire time. Oh, Lord. 
<laughs> After 75 episodes, I'm surprised that has not happened. It happened one time for like a minute. Yeah. I, I, that was, it was my bad. One time. Um, then that time when like I couldn't hang up that phone in, in Gallenberg. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a fury. <laughs> that bleeper of a blooper is available on our, for Patreon Patreon.com slash TTF P-A-T-R-E-O-N I should have put that in the Airbnb review. Mm, I didn't should have. Yeah. <laughs> Has recorded phone. <laughs> will not hang up. <laughs> uh, UCLA plays Cincinnati. Okay. Oklahoma. Okay, alright, alright. Alright. And Fresno all right, State. All right, all right. That's some that's some meat on the schedule. Oh, you gotta be shitting me. Fresno State won ten <laughs> games last year. They were, they were say, out like Alabama's best non conference uh, opponent. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That that is right. You're right. That's yeah. not bad. Oklahoma and Fresno, that that's pretty good. New coach, uh, Chip Kelly, UCLA. They play Oklahoma the second week of the Man, season. Yeah, where's Oklahoma on this list? They're in they play Norman. Uh, they play in Norman. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that uh who, who Jeff, else does UCLA have? Jeff Ted Jeff, Jeff Tedford won ten games in, in yeah, Fresno State yeah, yeah, last yeah. season. So yeah. yeah. Um I right now I think that is leaps and bounds a hard, like just right Much off Alabama than Louisville. for Louisville. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's just a one game schedule. That's I mean fair. I'm not I, I get it that Fresno State is not terrible, but they're still Fresno State. And Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Yeah. The Natty. Unless there's another uh what you call brother at Fresno State. I don't want to, unless there's another car up there. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, Texas plays. Texas is number eight. Texas is number eight. Sure. Texas plays mm. as seems they have for a long, long Maryland time. They play Maryland on. at Maryland. Lame. They went like a weird. They went four and eight home. last year. <laughs> and one of those wins was over Texas. So that, that haven't they played them the last two years? That don't impress me much. Oh shit! And Shania wants Shania Twain right here yeah. right now. Shit. Uh, they play at Maryland. Uh, they they have Tulsa at home and Weak. they pl- and they have USC at home. USC, it's a one game schedule, man. One game schedule. Um, I mean, going to FedEx Field and playing Maryland is not. That's not home field for anybody. Well, that shit don't play in Maryland. It's ridiculous. There will be six people in that stadium. Yeah, that's like the biggest NFL stadium, like eighty k. So that'll be hard to fill. Which is really funny because that's where the Redskins play. That's where Alex Smith and Alex Jones will be joining us from a remote location. Hey, are they the ones that named them the Redskins? Are they like the the campaign to keep them the Redskins? Like who? Alex Jones, Alex and Alex. Yes, that, that's one of their bits. Yes, to make definitely. sure the Redskins stay red. Right here, right now. Yeah, I am ready to say yes. Yes. Um, starting to think that uh, this segment is just more of the same. Stanford at number seven plays. Marshall Fox owns San Diego State University. Uh, somebody who probably has heard of Marshall Fox before his own UC Davis and at Notre Dame. Now, which do, they play yeah. Notre Dame every year. We need like a song for like it's a one <laughs> yes, game they schedule. They do one game. Did Dennis schedule. Dodd write this? Probably damn article. Of course, I'm sure he did. How how much longer is David Shaw going to spend in Stanford? Hopefully, just as long as he wants. one day until Nick Sorry. Saban retires, and Let, then I want him. Baby. Really, I want to. I want really? him. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take. No. I'll take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll take David Shaw. That's interesting. Brody. Actually, let me uh, revise and extend my previous uh, remarks. When will David Shaw get tired of Stanford? To Hankins. I don't think I think that they're the eternal. He's turned down a lot. The eternal match. He's turned down a lot. Everything but Alabama. Yeah, I think he's had opportunities. He's had the opportunity to go where I've never even thought of David David Shaw places. for Alabama before. And I still haven't. <laughs> he he ain't he ain't about this life, y'all. All it takes. Come all on. It, yeah, he probably isn't. You really can't take anybody from the West Coast and put them over here. Yeah, no, you can't, like, you can't do it, the reverse karate the kid, man. You it, go out west. Am I so weak willed that I just jump on every last, just the last thing that I hear that <laughs> Whatever makes sense? Whatever you hear last. Sure, David, why not? David Shaw, fuck yeah, man. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. He ain't about this life. <laughs> yeah, the, 
the range of emotions here is just it's night and day man it's so you're, dark you're you're angry for a little bit now you're excited and happy i'm sad we need something to set you off again to sad. counterbalance the the emotions arizona state plays the roadrunners <clears throat> This is Kevin Sumlin's new team, correct? Can't get say it's this. Oh no, that this is Herm no, Edwards' it's team. Not. Herm Edwards, it's yeah. not Creel. He's at the other Arizona. I don't school. know. I don't know if that's racist against. No, Blacks it's Arizona. Or racist against Arizona. It's easy to get him. Whatever. It's easy to get. It's easy to get. The Arizona's confused. Um, oh, they're confused. They play Michigan State and San Diego State. Michigan rape. Oh my God! How, next is San Diego. How is that number six for ESPN? Well, you know, it's built. It's building to a crescendo. Michigan State apparently, uh, ESPN also said that they have the second best defense going. They're going to be a big bust. Big bust. I'm selling right now on Michigan State. Oh yeah, for sure. Do sell, not sell buy. three months ago. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Georgia Tech. Matt Hankins' own Georgia Tech plays <laughs> Steve McNair's own Alcorn State. Okay. R.I.P. They play USF. USF, you know, <laughs> whatever. They might. They like eight wins a year. Coached by a football man. Bowling Green. And no, oh, Nova- Grandma was a teacher. She went to school in Bowling Green. And then November 24th at Georgia. This is just a list of people who have tough... Annual. Do you play a top ten team? That's pretty much this list. Okay. Okay. Now we're getting to it, guys. We're into the meat. Now we're we're really in the meat here. Again, I think I think uh, uh, I love being in the meat. Clemson, number four. They they host Furman, September first. Okay. The next week they go to Texas A and M. Easy win. A and M's no good. The next week they host Georgia Southern. Oh, Georgia Southern. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's good radio, Sean Murphy. That is good radio. So you haven't hit, there's no top 10 opponents and then, yet. And then, South Carolina? And then, like they do every year, they play South Carolina. None of those people will be in the top 10 nor finish in the top 20 when they play them. Not a one. And, they, so, Clemson, not and Clemson a is a team one. that is equipped to more than double up at any yeah. of those people's Yeah, they scores. should win every one of those games by 20 yep. points. <clears throat> Number three, Florida State. Florida rape. September. You know, Jameis Winston was there. September 8th, they host Alabama's own Samford University. Samford and Son, yeah. Uh, two weeks later, they host the Salukis of Northern Illinois. No, that's uh, Huskies of Northern Illinois. Yeah. Michael Turner's own. Michael Northern Turner, Illinois. the burner. Mm-hmm. Then they go to South Bend, November 10th. All right, you know, Notre Dame is actually a top 10 team, likely. And they will host Florida. Florida, who no one knows what they'll do. Or not play. host Florida, yeah, but they'll but play Florida. At best, Florida will be like seven or eight wins. <laughs> Every year, they play Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they played Florida Notre Dame, Notre Dame last Dame's year, gonna, yeah. right? <sighs> They play about every three years because Notre Dame has a weird ACC. Uh, Notre Dame played Miami last yes. year. That's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. So, but yeah, yeah, and they got. I'll give them the Notre Dame's killed. a tough team, but I'm not ready to call that an out of conference game. I'm sorry, they have a fucking deal with that conference. You're right, Hankins. This list is bullshit. <laughs> number two, still probably like the second hardest on this list. Uh, number two, uh, Southern Cal. So Notre Dame is definitely on their schedule, and Texas is on their schedule. The other two are going to be some passes. I think you're forgetting September first. And one, they they're going to have one pass. Larry Johnson's own, the Running Rebels of UNLV. <laughs> Rebels of UNLV. So it's a two-game schedule because they have nine Pac-12 games. at Texas, and they host Notre Dame. Eh, that's all right. There's some. That it, is difficult. If I, if sure. I was a ticket that is holder, the hardest yet. if I was a ticket holder, this USC, USC schedule would be the one I want to go to every game. They play Notre Dame every year, so they added Texas. Sure. Now, are Big you to do. guys ready? For number one. Number one. The only Power 5 team to face three non-conference teams ranked in Mark Schlaubach's latest way-too-early top 25. They go to okay. reigning national champion in their own mind. September 29th at UCF. Oh, I know who this is. I know who this is. They go to 
South Bend say hello to Touchdown Jesus on October 13th at Notre Dame. Yeah. They play, they host the Great Danes of Albany, New Ooh, York. Okay. September 1st to open the season. Sure. And the very next week they also host uh, Saquon Barkley's own, Jerry Sandusky's own, Pennsylvania Pen- State. Penrape. University. Pittsburgh. David won, wants that. It's Pittsburgh. Now, of all the teams on this list, like I said earlier, just a second ago, the if I had season tickets, I want them USC tickets for their games. Because I get nine bit Pac-12 games, and then I get Notre Dame, USC, and one Patsy. Mm-hmm. That's a good schedule. Good schedule. Yeah, it's a great that schedule. That Pittsburgh schedule? Pff, no thanks. Plus, you gotta live in Pennsylvania. Ugh. <laughs> Not that I really want to live in LA. Either, hey, but. who did that list? Was that Marsh Leveloth? Like he referenced his own top twenty-five in his list. Was this like an Inception article? Um, th- I think what this list has taught us is that ain't nobody playing nobody. That's this true. Year. I agree. Like, this is just one of those years where it all well, got screwy Louie on us, and that's going to happen when you schedule ten years in advance. You're out of conference. Chris Lowe. It's going to happen. Former SEC um, writer Chris Lowe. Oh, where is he now? ESPN senior staff. Oh. Okay. Think of how different that list Wrote is that if, if yeah. Lamar Jackson stays in school. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Um, I don't know. I think I... I, I okay, so I'm going to put Pitt at, at the hardest... I'm going to put USC at number two, and that's where they had them, one and two. I'm going to put UCLA, Louisville, like tied for three. And then I'm going to close this fucking window, because who the fuck cares? Because no, no one knows what will happen no one knows anything. until January it's if it was the, worth the a flip. dumbest list. It's not dumb. We're not dumb for having done this list. We're a little dumb. That's just a, a dumbass dumb. list. Um, it's the off season for everybody. But my God, that's there's nothing to that. There, none of those schedules were outlandishly hard, save for maybe Pitt. But Pitt's schedule is going to be hard anyways because they're Pitt. Do you, it doesn't matter who they're playing. Do you think these writers and ESPN and SP Nation and, and, and all of these uh, uh, sports conglomerates that are just a little bit larger than the Throw the Flag Network, ttfnetwork.com, Slightly. That, Slightly. Do you think that they're do they even have production meetings? Does Chris Lowe have the autonomy to like say, Oh, I'm gonna pound this out and we're gonna be done? And I mean, is he wrong for doing it? Like what else is he gonna do? Yeah. He's gotta no, create, I mean, he's, he's, gotta gotta create content, he's gotta create that C. Have, have those clips. And I mean that that list is done for a few reasons. A fill up some space on a website. Um, B have Chris Lowe get his his word count in for the You're week. You're paying him anyway, and, and see, and he'll be like on a, he'll be on every radio show. Like, hey, we have Chris Lowe for the next ten minutes to talk about the top ten, such and such. Yep. And, yeah, you know, it fills up ten minutes of radio and, time for four hundred stations. And the question that can be asked is, why are there no SEC teams on? And they here? get to beat. Why that are there? Drum. Are there any Big Ten teams yeah. on there? I guess. Uh, yeah. Is there a Big Ten team Pittsburgh. on there? Are they ACC? They're now? ACC. Yeah, they're an ACC team. So no, there's football. no Big Ten and no no SEC right, teams. So, so that's the real talking yeah. point. Is oh my god, why aren't they on the list? Well, it's because they play. Uh, uh, what's that? Who the who do we always get kicked in the dick for? It's the week before the Auburn Western game. Carolina. When we play. Yeah, the D- like D2 when we play team. Elon yeah. or yeah. fucking. Whoever. Citadel. That, that's what that list does. Citadel, that's the one I'm trying to think of. That's that's what that list does, is it it sparks that conversation. I have a question. Uh, uh, is there a uh, somebody in the uh, sports world whose name is like Jimmy Hightower or something like that that can team up with Chris Lowe so that we can create a show called <laughs> High and Low with Chris Lowe or Jimmy or, Hightower. Or, I got to tell you. Or buddy. maybe Sammy, Sammy Sweetwater, and you can call him Sweet and Low. That's not bad. Sweet and low. You're thinking like a pro- like a program director tonight, buddy. You are doing top notch radio thank stuff. You. This oh my evening. god. <laughs> if you put Sweet and Low in the in the prize nine a.m. Saturday morning spot, <laughs> you got yourself a hot one. Freaking the week. 
<laughs> Guys, you can't understand how excited I am to have Freak of the Week back in my life in just a few short months. I can't. I can't wait for the season, man. It's we're it's really close to Freak of the Week time. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be it's gonna be something special, and maybe I won't uh, make any large life decisions at the beginning of this football season that will, uh, you know. <laughs> preclude me from joining you two gentlemen uh, when you're not able to come visit me in the capital uh, in the capital city that guy loves the capital though he loves it oh, he loves living in the I capital think, I think it just loves me I think it just loves me this has been episode 75 guys this ain't nothing that's not nothing 75's not nothing hey you know in Europe instead of calling it the three quarter of a century episode they call it the Royale with cheese <laughs> of century episode. Motherfucking Royale with cheese. That's where we are. Uh, do you remember when John Travolta shot Phil Lamar in the back seat? Yeah. Oh shit, I shot Marvin. Marvin. Episode 75 of Throw the Flag. Guys, thanks for listening. This is the off season. Uh, I think, I think uh, we have well demonstrated how much we love doing this and the fact that we still have people listening to us. Uh, certainly makes us feel so good. Please tell your friends about it. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. And uh, we will see you next week with episode 76. Bye.